Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. It's going to be a little loud uh, this morning because I'm heading to heading to town this morning. I'm uh, just now hopping in the box truck. Had to switch some equipment around. So yesterday we did a huge uh, leaf cleanup job. Had to have the vent track with the leaf plow. And so that was in the box truck. Uh, just took it out and put in the right ZXL. Uh, have that mower in there in the Ferris C3X going to be doing a little bit of mulching today so we're going to mulch some leaves up and it's a really i don't know just a really tricky yard to get into and the parking there is really bad so there's no room for the big ton truck and trailer there's a fence all the way around it's just the worst place ever for leaf removal if you want to get in there and try to vacuum up and suck them up and haul them away so I've always got in there on a nice day where the ground's nice and solid and it's not wet. And I'll get in there with the uh, mowers and mulch them all up. So I got the right ZXL. I've got the Ferris C3X with the uh, power chute on there. I do have the mulch kit. I've ran those in the past, but you know what? I've been so busy, I didn't even put the mulch kit on. I've just been uh, using the power chute to uh, close the discharge chute off and mulch up those leaves but working fine man but working really good so roll into town this morning about to hit the gravel here we live way out in the sticks as i've said so many times in the podcast um so uh gravel roads a uh, long country road into town so it's going to be a little loud but uh just bear with me a little bit just wanted to talk a little bit this morning about um something that i heard a couple weeks ago and uh Man, I don't, I don't know. It's just been sticking with me because uh, there's a lot of truth to it, but at the at the same time, I feel like it's um, it's kind of misleading as well. So, just want to share that with you guys this morning. Um, everybody's different. Everybody has a different approach. Everybody has a different business model. Mine is not the same as yours. Yours is definitely not the same as the next guy. A lot of similarities running a lawn care landscaping business, um, but at the same time, uh, there's a lot of differences too. I mean, I, I'm just a very, very small uh, business. You know, I, I don't have multiple crews, I don't have multiple trucks, multiple trailers, uh, you know, all this equipment, you know, out running every day and having a huge payroll like some of you guys have. I'm just a small businessman. I've been in business for 20 years. Uh, the main reason that I went into business is so I could be uh, my own boss, do my own thing, not have to worry about um, you know clocking in every single day and doing exactly what somebody else wanted me to do. Like a lot of you guys, you probably got tired of corporate America or you didn't like the thought of working for somebody else. You wanted to have your own schedule, your own hours, and that is the reason I went into business, man, 20 years ago. I was like, you know what? I went to uh, college for computer science two years into it. I'm like, you know, I've worked my whole life at this point, you know, my whole childhood anyways. On the farm doing manual labor, I really enjoyed being outside. So I was like, there's no way I can continue, you know, going down that same route that I was on doing college, computer science, and just all that stuff so i decided to get into lawn care because i didn't want to work for somebody else i wanted to make my own schedule i wanted to make my own hours that is like 
the ultimate freedom for me. It's not money. It's not making a ton of money so I can buy stuff I don't even need. Or, you know, maybe buy stuff that I would like to have. There's a lot of things that I would like to have. But, you know, money is ultimately the limiting factor there. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind having a few toys or or going on a vacation here or there or just you know whatever money can buy but at the same time I'm not willing to sacrifice um, for me anyways I'm not willing to sacrifice that freedom that I have right now by hiring multiple guys and running multiple crews I understand if you have a good crew leader a good team then some guys don't even have to really touch the business. They can just kick back, relax, and let the business run itself because they put people in place to run the business. And if you're in that position, man, that is awesome. I mean, it, it would be nice to be in that position, but at the same time, um, I'm just comfortable and I'm, and I'm happy and satisfied where I'm at. You know, staying small, uh, maybe having one or two guys help me during the busy season, and then float back to being solo during the uh, you know off season like right now doing leaf clean up here and there I can make some decent money and I don't have to worry about scheduling a whole lot of work for guys you know to keep them uh, employed throughout the season man I I'm not even gonna run down the rabbit hole of all this I could go on and on and talk about the pros and cons of all this but that's not what this episode is about man it's about um, something that I heard the other day, and I was like, I don't know. Like I said, I was, I was, uh, I, I thought there was a lot of truth to it, but at the same time, I'm thinking, you know what? I don't know if that's the best advice that I would give someone. You know, somebody was asking basically um, about equipment, about employees. You know, if if there's one piece of equipment that uh, really changed your business or changed your life you know because of the business you know changed and so the reply the answer was this person said I've never heard anyone say man since I bought this piece of equipment or bought this truck or you know bought this attachment or whatever that it changed my life it changed my business but I gotta take a step back because man in the position that I'm in right now um, there's a piece of equipment, or there's a, there's a, yeah, a piece of equipment and some attachments that <laughs> have really changed my life here recently, and that is the Ventrac and the Tough Cut, man. I've talked about it a lot, but that's really one piece of equipment that's really changed my business and changed my life. So, I know, um, where this person was coming from because he runs multiple crews, he's got multiple employees. And it's more systematized, you know. It's more about running systems. It's more uh, about the, the numbers. It's more about gaining customers, advertising a lot, and having the right employees and team in place. And so that's his business model, you know. That's what he focuses on. He focuses on building a team and uh, advertising correctly to draw on those customers. And if you run the math and do the numbers, it's like a no-brainer, you know. He has the ability, the the uh, the passion, and the uh, man, just a level, just the business knowledge to uh, to do that. You know, he's he's really good at what he does. He he creates systems. He creates a uh, an environment for you know his company, 
And then he goes out and he gets a team, and he's really good at finding the right guys to run the team. And then he, you know, he basically advertises, gets customers, um, has procedures and systems in place, and he's not worried about the equipment. The equipment's like the last thing on his mind, you know. He's like, go out, get the customers, get the work, uh, get the team to do the work, and then at the very last minute, go out and buy your equipment, which I agree. A lot of people, uh, a lot of guys running their business, that's like the perfect model, the perfect um, application for their lawn care business. But for me personally, that is like the last thing that I want to focus on. I I don't want to focus on marketing, advertising, customers, uh, because I'm very limited. I I can't handle um, too much of a workload. So my whole business is, is basically built around adding great value, a uh, high level of quality to the work that I do and attracting the customers that are willing to pay for that personal service. You know, maybe a big business like his, uh, the owner's not on the property. Maybe the team doesn't care much about the care as much about the property. Not saying they don't care, but um, they may maybe don't care as much as they should. Um, you know, if you were like a business owner, obviously, if you're the business owner, you should be uh, the most caring person uh, about the business. Or I don't even know why you're in business. But, anyways, um, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, you know, the way I have my business structured and set up, uh, equipment is like number one priority because I'm not going out looking for new employees. I'm not really going out. And looking really hard for new work, um, I'm I'm comfortable with where I'm at, and I'm satisfied with where I'm at. Now, I'm not saying I want to stay there. I definitely want to grow. I definitely want to become more profitable, make more money per hour, and that will ultimately allow me to spend less time out working and maybe spend more time in the summer and uh, you know just the season in general. Uh, doing the things that I that I enjoy doing, like hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, spending time with family, hanging out with friends, um, getting in some uh, workouts. You know, it's like you're so busy working in the business that you can't do some of these things. And I understand that when you're like this other guy and you have multiple crews out running the business, you can step back and you can just enjoy life and you can do all these things that I just talked about. But it doesn't come without uh, risk. It doesn't come without a little bit of headache, and it doesn't come without a whole lot of work. You know, you see these people that are successful. You see them that um, maybe are going on trips or vacation, or just maybe doing the things that they want to do besides work all the time. You see these people, and you think, man, that would be nice to be able to go here, or go there, or to be able to just not work for a week and and just do whatever, let the business run itself. But at the same time, man, we we fail to see all the hard work that they went through and all the time and effort and the uh, sweat that they put into, you know, pouring into their business so that it will run that way, that it'll operate that way. And so a lot of people, they get just hung up on looking at it from the outside saying, man, this guy's got it made. He doesn't have to do jack, you know. He's got employees, workers. He's got all this in place, just doing the work for him. And some people may have that, but I would say 90% or more probably don't have 
uh, quite the lifestyle or just the um, yeah just the life that you think they have because there's so much work that goes into it there's equipment that breaks down that they have to constantly uh, attend to and and fix or take to the dealer uh, there's constantly customers calling them with complaints or maybe customers calling them for uh, estimates quotes maybe it's um, you know the the work that they that they're that they're doing maybe it's not going as smooth as they planned maybe it's a big landscape job and they've had a few roadblocks and a few things come up and they got to navigate through all that stuff and they got to work through that stuff and they got to you know they got to go through the valleys to get to that mountaintop just like me and you and everybody else so don't think that these people that are just kicked back relaxing from you know way it looks on the outside don't think that they've got it all you know don't think that they got it made because I, I guarantee if you talk to them man there's a lot of struggles a lot of trials that they go through every single day just like me and you but at the end of the day they have a team that can handle a lot of that process so for me if anything uh, happens to the equipment anything happens to the um, you know customer complaints or estimates quotes anything like that I have to do all of that so if if I'm wanting to spend less time in the business there's two things that have to happen I either I have to uh, delegate that task to somebody else and say hey um, I'll, I'll hire someone to go out and do the estimates for me. I'll, holler, I'll hire someone to go out and run the equipment for me. Uh, you know, you have all these options, all these things that you can do, or you can say, you know what, instead of going out and hiring more guys, instead of going out and buying more equipment so, uh, you know, I can have more work and get out there and, and do more jobs by hiring more people, you got to get more equipment to do the to do the work that you know you better have lined up to do so instead of doing all that man I'm, I'm sitting back and I'm looking how machines or how equipment can do those tasks more efficiently can allow me to do tasks uh, more profitably and so I can get out there and be able to just do more work in general you know uh, the the um, where I'm at right now I've been in business for 20 years so I'm at the point where I want to slow down a little bit. I'm not wanting to speed up things. I'm wanting to slow down, and I'm at the point where I want to do less physical labor because it's uh, really taking a toll on my body. I've uh, been doing this for 20 years, and I can't continue to do the same thing at, at a high level that I did for the past 20 years. I can't expect my body to hold up and do that for the next 20 years, even the next 10 years. So um, I'm looking really hard at where I'm at in life, where I'm at in my business, and where I'm at just, uh, you know, just just how, how God has placed things, um, you know, for me and for my business, uh, just looking at those things, and I'm, I'm like, you know what, God has placed this Ventrac in my business, in my life, for a reason, and at the same time, I'm, I'm wanting to scale back on the mowing side of things, and do less physical labor. The Ventrac works perfect for that. It's like the piece of equipment that you need or that will really benefit you to get out there and do some very, very profitable jobs with very little labor, like very little manual labor. So um, with that being said, I'm looking to gear all my work more towards like 
equipment, you know, running, running equipment so that I don't have to do all the physical labor is what I'm getting at. So, you know, with him saying, um, you know, buying equipment didn't change his business or didn't change his life. You'll never find anybody that says, hey, equipment, you know, equipment changed my life or changed my business. I'm thinking to myself, I'm telling you guys right now, I'm thinking totally opposite. I'm like, you know what? I have found the piece of equipment that I need here right now um, in my business and the period I'm going through in life. It's the perfect tool. It's the perfect piece of equipment. It's the it's the equipment that I need that's going to change my business, change my life. So I'm not saying that the Ventrac is like the tool or the piece of equipment to have that will change your business. I'm just saying tools, equipment in general, whether that's a skid loader. I have buddies looking at skid loaders right now, and they're really interested in, in getting a piece of equipment like that so they can tackle, you know, higher paying jobs and jobs with, you know, that are less demanding, less taxing on the body, just like I spoke about. So um, I have a lot of friends looking for pieces of equipment like that right now. And I think that's a very smart thing to do. Yeah, they're super expensive. They cost way more money than a mower, but is it going to be easier on you for one? Are you going to have more energy at the end of the day? Or are you going to be able to do, you know, more profitable jobs and make money and be able to spend more time with your family? And that's what it comes down to, man. It's like quality of life. Is it going to be better for you? Okay, check that box off. Are you going to make more money? Okay, check that box off. Are you going to be able to spend more time doing the things that you love? Spending more time with friends, family, uh, sports, you know, whatever you like, hunting, fishing, whatever it is check that box off so these are like the three things that I'm looking for right now in my uh, just really in my life you know I'm like how how am I gonna approach the next well first of all let's just talk about next season how am I gonna approach next season okay I got to figure that out how am I gonna approach the next five years let's figure that out because I don't want to be in the same spot I'm in you know, right now, I don't want to be in that same spot five, ten years down the road. I'll be, I'll be 50 years old, you know, just in no time, and I can't continue to mow grass and trim grass all day, every single day. I mean, it was nice when I was younger, and I had more energy, and I bounced back from things a little easier, but uh, when you get a little older, um, you know, I'm not saying I'll quit doing the mowing thing like completely I still want to get out there and work I still want to do the mowing thing I still want to get some exercise a little workout in I just don't want to be spending 10 12 plus hours out in the heat and you know out in the field running uh, a lawnmower or running a trimmer you know all day long every single day I just don't want to do that so whether that's picking up a skid loader whether that's picking up the Ventrac I have some more guys that um, are looking at excavators right now. Uh, one guy, one of my buddies here in town, he just picked up, uh, I think it's a Mini X, and he's planning on doing, you know, higher profitable work with this piece of equipment. He's already said, he's like, yeah. He's like, you know, fill in the gaps, pretty much make a whole lot more running this piece of equipment than I will mowing, of course, makes sense. Uh, he was able to justify it, he bought the piece of equipment, and now he's going to probably hit the ground running looking for work. And, you know, that piece of equipment could change his life. It could change his, change his business, change his life. So, um, you know, just hearing that, just hearing that, 
a piece of equipment won't change your life or won't change your business. I just disagree with that, man. It, I know it depends greatly on how your business is set up. Uh, I, like I said, I run a very small business. Um, it's it's a lot different than with my business than with his business. Um, just to kind of talk about where I grew up and, 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 and where I'm at today, uh, my grandpa, he started a farm here. Well, actually, he started farming down in Arkansas back in the 50s. And then he moved the farm to Missouri here in the late 50s, early 60s. And so he didn't have any equipment at all. He didn't have any land at all. He went out and just started finding land, buying land. And he didn't have equipment at the time. They had to do everything by hand, pull stuff out, uh, just to kind of give you an idea of what it looked like down here or what it still looks like in some areas down here. We live in a bunch of swamp land. So... Uh, if you if you can imagine a swamp full of trees, I mean large trees too, and full of you know standing water, that's kind of our demographic. That's kind of where, um, or I should say, that's that's just the layout of the land here. It's just it's very um, very low area, and it's very wet area. So um, it's uh, it's it's always wet. It's always, you know, um, swampy here. And and getting back to the farm thing, my uh, my grandpa started the farm back in the 50s and 60s, and he, uh, you know, he took everything out by hand for years and years and years. And then finally, where he got a little bit of land cleared out, and then they came up with, um, you know, this was back, but they pulled literally pulled out stuff with mules, um, they, you know, uh, horses. Um, they 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 just did whatever they could, and then they got to the point where okay, they got a piece of equipment out there, made things so much easier. If you ask him, the equipment really changed his life, changed his business. Um, you know, every single year he upgraded his equipment. He was getting a, a bigger piece of equipment, um, a, a bigger tractor, a bigger attachment, a bigger you know combine, um, grain cart a bigger 18-wheeler or a 10-wheeler at that time. And he was constantly growing the business by adding better equipment. He never focused on the employees. As a matter of fact, he stayed really small. He stayed uh, really small for a long time. And, you know, it was it was my grandpa, my dad, and my uncle. That was the basic three guys running the farm. And then they had like one or two employees every now and then. It's like if they could find somebody to run the tractor, they would. If they had problems finding somebody, you know, that year or whatever, they would kind of cut back a little bit. You know, they would just do all the work themselves. They would spend more hours out there or do things more efficiently or just try to try to make it work, you know. And my grandpa did that from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, all the way to 2000, uh, 2010, you know, um, all the way up until he, he ran that tractor in the combine, or I'm sorry, he didn't run the combine. My dad uh, always ran the combine, but he did run the tractor up until like 2016, a year before he passed away. And he passed away when he was in his 80s. So he was running that equipment in his 80s, you know, out there working the land, uh, putting in the crops, doing the work. And they they never have more than like, they never hire more than like one or two guys to help them down on the farm. And my grandpa, he was able to build a very, very successful business. Um, you know, he was, he was, he was a millionaire. He was a, a millionaire 
just farming, just farming land, just planting rice, planting soybeans, nothing special, nothing, um, you know, just, I mean, he didn't have a very uh, high education level. I don't even know when he quit school, but it was early. Uh, he, you know, he quit school very early. I had to ask my dad when he quit school. Now, my dad did go to, um, he did finish school and he did get his degree in college, but uh, he didn't really use that degree at all for, you know, working down on the farm. I mean, I mean, he did use some, but for the most part, uh, my dad, you know, he gained all his experience working on the farm, and that allowed him to, to take over the farm eventually. So now my dad, you know, runs the farm. He's, my grandpa has passed away the last, I don't know, he's passed away about four or five years ago, and now my dad owns the farm. He runs the farm. So, it's um you know it's something to think about uh, equipment over the years i was lucky enough to be able to work down down on the farm with my grandpa and my dad for all those years i started working in the 80s the late 80s and then i worked all through the 90s and then uh graduated high school late 90s and ended up going uh, to college and that's kind of when i broke away from the whole farm thing but for you know for 20 years uh working down on the farm it was uh you know it was it was something to see that they could do so much with with uh very few guys because they had let the equipment do all the work they let the the tractors the bigger tractors the bigger implements the bigger attachments um you know they would always focus on the equipment to make the job easier uh be able to get in the field quicker um, plant the crops quicker, make things a lot easier for them. So that's why my grandpa, he was, he was, he was one that never wanted to spend a dime, man. You know, he went through the great depression. He went through all that. He saved anything and everything. If you look at our shop right now, there's so many old trucks, old tractors, old Jeeps, uh, just old equipment, uh, out there, you know, just sitting in the fence row or sitting under the sheds and, uh, just to just to kind of go down there and and walk by those or drive by those, you know, and just just walk through the sheds or walk down the fence row, just to see all that history sitting there. I, I can go back to the time where he, you know, first maybe got some of those pieces of equipment, and he's like, man, this is gonna make things so much easier down here. And it's like today they have uh, they used to have Tim wheelers, so they would haul all the grain in the Tim wheelers. Um, from the uh, fields to the, you know, to to the local um, to the local grain grain bins, and so that's what they would end up doing. You know, they would take those ten wheelers, they put the grain in there, haul it to the to the uh, to the grain bins, and then they would uh, dry the grain there, and you know that's where it would stay. But it took so many trips with those ten wheelers, we started farming more and more, you know, uh, crops. And so it took more and more uh, trips and loads to deliver all that stuff. So eventually, my dad's like, you know, he's like, you got, we got to get something different. You know, it's taken us forever to make multiple trips with these ten wheelers. They go up there, drive them uh, up to the grain elevator, and and they would sit there in line for hours, and then they would move them up a little bit, and they'd sit there in line for hours, and they may like take two or three trucks up there a day, and maybe get one back. So. It was always hard to keep the trucks loaded because they were always waiting on them because the grain elevator here is just so busy, so swamped that 
they couldn't uh, they couldn't get all the trucks through. So my dad's like, you know, we need some 18-wheelers. So they ended up buying an 18-wheeler. And my grandpa didn't want to do it, of course. He, he's, he likes to save money. He doesn't like to buy, you know, uh, different things. But it was something that they really needed. So they went ahead and bought one. And then a few years later, uh, they liked the 18-wheeler so much because they could haul, I mean, so much more grain, way more uh, grain than the than the small 10-wheelers that they went out and they bought another 18-wheeler. And then before you know it, they got like three 18-wheelers now and they're trying to sell all their 10-wheelers because they're just able to take less trips to the dump or to the elevator, uh, you know, save, save a whole lot on fuel because you don't have multiple trips back and forth from the farm to the elevator and they're able to make you know save money on that end so it's just like a lawn care just like a landscaping business um you can approach things differently uh depending on where you're at in your business like i said uh, my grandpa stayed small on the farm he didn't hire four or five guys to do all the work he had his two sons out there working and maybe one or two other guys and that's how they ran the farm you know it's just like how i look at the lawn care business you can get multiple like he could have went out and bought more land he had the money he could have went out and farmed uh you know got more tractors more equipment and farmed even more land but he was content where he was at he was uh, satisfied he was making a good living he wasn't running himself in the dirt you know uh he was able to make a, a nice nice really nice living uh, out farming and he didn't have to hire 10 guys he didn't have to have like multiple crews and multiple tractors and multiple i mean he did have multiple tractors but i'm talking like some of these big farmers around here you know they may have six seven tractors you know we may have three or four tractors so it's um it's just like you know farming it's just like running your lawn care landscaping business you can you can do it however you want to do it but for me i'm just going to tell you right now equipment is uh the thing i'm going to focus on instead of focus on hiring more employees especially with the uh re, you know the uh recession and everything going on uh there's no telling what we're going to run into in two, you know 2023 um it's going to be here before you know it and we got to be prepared man we got to be prepared so instead of investing in employees and getting a whole lot more work i'm just going to look into investing in equipment and getting the right work that uh will help me be be, like i said more profitable uh, more efficient spend more time with friends and family by being able to knock out jobs quicker and uh and uh you know get through the day quicker so that's uh man that's saying all that to say this i don't know where you guys are at i'm not telling you how to run your business you guys know your business way better than I do, and it's like the same thing with me. I know my business way better than anybody else because I've been doing it. I've been around it for 20 years, and you know you can adjust and pivot. So you can get you know you can get um, info from me from other guys. Um, you know it might be the best info that you've ever been given or whatever that you ever heard, but. It's up to you, man, to make the call. It's up to you to figure it out. Um, every business is different, man. Every every business is ran different. So you got to take where you're at, and you got to take with what market you're in. We're in a very poor market here, so um, not a lot of people have a lot of money here where we're at. 
It's a very poor market. It's a small town, 20,000 uh, or less, but the median income is really low. So there's not a lot of um, people that have a whole lot of money. Uh, there's not a lot of people that have a very high uh, disposable income. So you got to really um, run your business and really be strategic in how you operate your business because like everywhere else, man, there's um, there's a limit. There's a limit to it all. There's a limit to how much money you can make. You know, you can make per hour. There's a limit on those uh, ideal customers that you're focusing on. So, you know, your business is different than mine. Mine's going to be different than the next guy's. So, whenever you get info from somebody else, it, it, I would just take it with a grain of salt. Don't really. Um, bank on what they say because everybody's in a different market everybody's uh, brought up different everybody's got different circumstances everybody's in a different area and that's the unique thing about running a lawn care landscaping business you can create a business however you want it if you want to run multiple crews and you want to invest in employees and you want to invest in a system then that's awesome man you can do that but if you're like me and you want to invest more in the equipment side of things and not rely so much on employees, then you can do that too. So, um, you know, that's that's just my take on, on this whole, um, you know, view of, of, you know, equipment and it being very crucial to your business and to your life. So I'll, I'm just curious what you guys think. Like, are you guys, I don't know. I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I'm just curious what you guys think about all this. So take a minute, shoot me a message, whether it's an email at thelawncarelife at gmail.com, or you can uh, reach out to me on Instagram, call Grassmaster or uh, the Lawn Care Life of Missouri. You can find me on Facebook, the Lawn Care Life of Missouri. Uh, or you can check out my YouTube videos and reach me on there. But just kind of curious what you guys think about equipment and if you are going to rely maybe in 2023, if you're going to rely more on the equipment side of things or the employee side of things. So shoot me a message, let me know. Uh, I'd be interested to find out your guys' take. But I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. Um, I'm just rolled into town here. i got to fuel up the equipment. And then I'm going to be out mulching some leaves. So I'm going to get off here and get started. Hope you guys have a great day. I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. We'll catch you guys in the next one. And uh, as always, man, hey, God provides. <laughs>